Jackson gave me the news of a planet far away. And Colonel O'Neill will assemble a team that will try to save the day. Dr. Sam has a master plan and a science attitude. And the Jaffa Teal is part of the deal with his trusty Goa'uld. It's just a regular day at Stargate Command, and it might be hard to You know we had to bust the theme song out for this one, guys. Yeah, we had to. So, oh, gets me every. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. It's been a minute. So, welcome everyone to a very special episode of Three Fry Short. I'm your co-fry Sarah. I'm your co-fry Christina, and I'm your co-fry Rebecca. So, thank you all, new and old viewers alike, for joining us for this very special guest. I'm not going to make you wait. Like, I'm not going to drag it out. So, let's just get to it. You know her as the director of projects such as Anne with an E, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and Supernatural. You also know her as Helen Magnus of Sanctuary and, of course, Samantha Carter from Stargate. And we all know her as the wonderful, beautiful, radiant queen of our heart, Amanda Tapping. Aww. Welcome. Hello. Hi. Hello. Now I'm going to shift everybody around again. What had just Can we happened? just talk about go. your theme song for a second? Absolutely. I would love to. Of course. It's awesome. You said it was epic, but I had no idea. That we didn't either when we re first requested it. Um, um, we actually have a question that I'll play for you in a little bit of uh, yeah. from from the creator of that theme song. So yeah. you will get to wow. hear from Aki himself. Yeah. Like I said, I was expecting like a 30 second, maybe 10 second jingle. Right. And it's a whole <laughs> verse it's chorus. Like Bridge it's the song. perfect like hype because even when we're like okay okay we don't if we're talking about something we're like oh this is gonna be dark or whatever and then we hear it we're like oh, okay we're good it's okay. the that's the song, song. It. so Thank you so much for being here, Amanda. Um, we're me. so excited to have you. Um, it's been so nice to be able to talk to you a couple of times with the companion events as well. So um, I like that we can kind of continue some of that conversation over here. Yeah. Um, before we dive into the the meat of what we're going to be talking about, um, it, it is my job of the, the trio to give a brief history of our podcast, but please, both of you chime in. Um, we've done this a lot, uh, but we have so many new people that are out there watching and listening to us right now that we thought it would be a good time to reintroduce ourselves. So the three of us all met on TikTok. <laughs> Interestingly, um, we all during COVID kind of went over there, um, discovered the Stargate TikTok family on TikTok. Uh, and uh, it was very, very clear early, early on that Sarah, who did a lot of commentary videos on TikTok, she was the one that was making all the funny commentary about episodes of our favorite wormhole show. And yeah. uh, and then Christina was kind of doing some of that too. I came on later and I just was like, well, I can do the technical things. Um, so we just kind of formed this podcast out of request basically from people. Is that, would cool. you say that's uh, the same, yeah. same thing you would say, Sarah? Yeah, we definitely like to put a modern spin on it. Like, yeah, the, it, the show has been 
it aired 25 years ago, but we like to see how certain situations fit into like our modern day and society. And I think, you know, art and TV has a very special place in how a lot of things around us in, in society fit in. For sure. So that's kind of our view, but we're also like silly goofy <laughs> a lot of the time. Right Most up right out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a, it's been a great time. We've had some wonderful guests, it, um, and now we get to include you in our in our friends of the pod. Yay. So, um, and I guess before everyone, we'll kind of explain what the main part of this conversation is in a minute. But I kind of just want to knock out this Aki question so that then we can roll right into the DIY stuff. So, can I can I can I give the housekeeping just really quickly? Yes, please, like, do. For, please do. Please right. do. Yeah. Pulling, pulling in my role here. <laughs> um, so for all of our new people here, just one of the rules of us is like we are a very welcoming, inclusive podcast group. So one of the things that whenever we do go live or have community space, we are really adamant of making sure we maintain that safety and safe space. So just be mindful in commentary as we're sharing and talking about it that we do have eyes on it. We want to make sure everyone feels safe here. So please act accordingly. Like we don't we're not here to be bad guys, but we also are here to keep it safe. Um, so we're here to have a good time, grow community, and so thankful for all of our new friends and family, but hard and fast line in the sand. This is the warning. <laughs> this is the it. Um, and yeah, now we can, we can move on. Yes. All right. Part. You did it. Yes. You did it. All right. So we're going to, we're going to knock a question out. That's not a uh, DIY, uh, making things related first. Um, but it mostly just because I, I like to brag about my friend and how awesome he is and wanted him uh he wanted to ask a question so we're gonna we're gonna do that uh let's see here you're still the one that i run to one that i belong to still the one that i want for life hi I'm Aki Burmese, I'm a musician, and I was wondering if you've ever wanted to play or have played a musical instrument, uh, what that would be, and also what kind of music you like to listen to. Thank you. Wow, very talented. Um, uh, I play guitar, but badly, uh, but I do love it, and especially uh, lately I've sort of been picking it up in the evenings and just, yeah but I, I wouldn't play in public. I almost <laughs> took my guitar to the last Gabbett event because I was going to do a song for everyone and I chickened out. Oh, yeah. oh I would have loved to hear I that. I feel bad about it. I was like, nobody knew I was going to do it. It was going to be a surprise. It would have been, oh man. Yeah, but Wonderful. music, I listen to a lot of kind of acoustic folk. Like that's oh, I love that. my groove, mm. but I can honestly get down with anything depending mm. on my mood. <laughs> like really. Yeah. Uh, I love blues and um, sometimes classic rock. And yeah, I listen to anything. Nice. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I should explain something. This is a black eye. Yeah. There were <laughs> questions already popping through. So I, uh, I'm just finished directing a ser uh, episode of a series, their finale. And uh, the hours were really long and I was getting up super early every morning. And of course it's dark now early. So it's five o'clock in the morning on Monday and I had my arms full of stuff and I was down the stairs in my house and I was going to turn on the light switch and my sweet doggy Riley came up behind me. So I was walking forward 
while looking back to say hi to Riley. And as I turned, boom, there was the door frame right there. And it looks worse than I do. <laughs> There's actually two indentations from where my glasses hit it. So that's where my glasses hit my, and I tried to cover it up. And then I was like, whatever. And the glasses, the glasses came out on top too, not a scratch. And then I was wearing them and it was like, God, it really hurts. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, there, that's the story of the year. Because cool. I'm tough like that. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, so to roll into our main conversation here, yeah. uh, just to uh, talk about the inspiration for this episode, I think I can do that. I can handle that, Sarah, if you would like me to. Um, sure. Because it really came out of the last two Embracing Mental Health events with mm -hmm. the Companion. Um, especially the last one when we discovered that Amanda has been enjoying making things as part of <laughs> the COVID times and the mental health uh, help. So we, the three of us, were very interested in that angle of things, yeah. uh, like we tend to to be. We'll go off on some tangents sometimes. So um, because Christina and Sarah helped me with all of that that podcast, we were so happy to be able to ask Amanda to be here. Um, and that's what we're here to talk about, DIY stuff. So no, we're not selling soap for you. I'm sorry out there. <laughs> want to buy a bar of soap. Gotta but we're going to kind of talk to you about maybe some tips and tricks of things you can do at home yourself instead. Um, yeah. Sarah, you want to take some questions from here? Yeah. So me personally, I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, <laughs> like, have you ever had trouble... Like you have a hobby, like you like making soap or shampoo, but it's like a bad mental health day. And it's like, do I really, do, I don't want to do it, but like, I know I'll feel better if I do it. Like I'll feel better if I accomplish something. So like, what's your approach to that? Do you find powering through and like doing the task anyway, or do you take a break? Is it a mixture of both? I take a break. Yeah. Like if I can't put some heart and soul into it, then I don't do it. I know that sounds kind of hokey, but I think like I've been making my own stuff for years and years and years and years and years. And I feel like <laughs> it sounds so hokey, but like when you cook, if you cook with love, the food tastes better. It digests totally. easier. Like when I'm, you know, at a restaurant and the waitress like slams the food down or whatever, <laughs> usually the waiter, because uh, waitresses are awesome. Um, but <laughs> but I, I, it changes how I feel about what I'm eating and it yeah. changes how I digest it. So I feel like if I'm making these sort of holistic things for myself, I need to be in a good headspace so that they'll do what I want them to do. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. I yeah. kind of started this thing called angry crafts. Well, you can kind of see like on my table in the background, there's an angry craft in the process. Have you ever heard of those like diamond paintings with the diamond? It's like these little tiny rhinestones that you stick on a canvas that's sticky and it creates a mosaic or a picture. Yeah. I got one. I'm like, this is going to be fun. And I was like, actually, this is really pissing me off. Like, I hate this. Why? Like, it's not sticking or like, right. I, I was so frustrated. But then I kind of like made myself have a mental shift of like, no, use this as an exercise and discipline. Make yourself sit down every day and do something productive. And then also, if I'm going to be mad and angry, I'd rather be mad at a stupid craft than people in my life. So that's kind of like different approaches, different strokes, but. I also, have you ever had um, a project that you started, whether it's like a soap that you wanted to make, um, 
And it just turned out to be a failed hobby where it's like, I'm going to try this. And then you never picked it up ever again. Cause I have closets of puzzles that I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do a puzzle. That never happened. I'm sure I do. I'm sure I have like a craft, like knitting craft graveyard. About. Yeah. I tried really, really hard mm. to learn how to knit. And then I bought one of those like knitting, like when Liv was little, we would, I, I bought those little rings that you could learn mm -hmm. to knit with. And the two of us would sit in front of the TV and watch a show and uh -huh. try to knit. And we have like a couple of, you know, kind of pseudo adequate scarves from that. Oh, yeah. But my mom was an amazing, like she knit beautiful sweaters and be like, mm -hmm. all these, Liv had cute, cute sweaters when she was a kid. And I just never, I could never learn how to do it. And it's funny. I was thinking about knitting the other day and I was like, should I try it again? Or am I going to be like, <laughs> ah! have you tried crochet? No, that seems like even more particular. It's actually way easier. Is it really? Um, yeah. Oh. yeah. I was an, I, I called myself an angry knitter and I would like <laughs> knit so tight that I couldn't get the needle like in yeah. the loop yeah. because I, so crochet was, has been a lot easier for me. Oh. Yeah. It's only okay. one hook. And I mean, I'm left-handed. Oh. So I had to watch a bunch of tutorials because I tried to do it right-handed since I'm like a lefty in a right-hander world. I've, <laughs> I've had to do a lot of things like that, but I'm like, this is not, I need a vid. I need a tutorial like lefty. <sighs> I need to do it this way. But it's, um, but it's easier than knitting. <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's much one easier. Hook. Yeah. yeah. I've, I'm in the middle of a, I've been making a blanket since February and it looks like maybe a scarf at this point. So I don't know if that's a failed, <laughs> a failed hobby at this point, but Hey, it's I, uh, yeah. right. It's yeah. still, I still have it. Yeah. There's still hope. Yeah. Gosh, I felt that comment so much. Um, that's one of our buddies from TikTok, Cajun Geek, like the getting called out for the failed hobbies thinks to ADHD. Yeah. That's like where yeah. I'm sitting over in this world. Yep. Like I'm like, all oh, this sounds wonderful, but like, the crafting, the full scope of it is almost impossible for me. But like, when we're talking about like, when I'm excited to get to is like, also like the soaps and all that, like that's I can do. Cause that's like something I'm going to use. Yeah. Not like look at. And it's like, it's, I find if it's functional, I'm more often going to do it. But if it's just for like entertainment or outlet, I'm like, not nope, toss away. Moving on. Yeah. Interesting. I'm a, yeah. Like I, I'm a DIYer from, like, I, I just like to do stuff for myself. What started I just that? Like, about how's Amanda with power tools, knowing that she's a little <laughs> accident prone. <laughs> oh, no. Sandra, I am a little accident prone, but I love my power tools. I that do. one. There you go. <laughs> I love it. I love doing my own stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What started you doing do you, like your own stuff? Like, was there a point that just pivoted and said, no, I'm going to do it myself? In terms of like, like sort of the more, I guess, cosmetic-y things that I make. I just was tired of looking at labels and not understanding what half the ingredients were. Mm -hmm. And there were things that were super simple. Like when we were kids, we would go camping. That was our summer vacation. So my parents would take four kids in a station wagon camping. And we would brush our teeth with baking soda because sometimes my parents would forget to pack the toothpaste. Yeah. Baking soda. And I really loved how my teeth felt after brushing with baking soda. So I started to make my own toothpaste when I got older, which is just baking soda and coconut oil and a fine salt, like good quality, fine salt. And maybe if you want some peppermint essential oil and I love it. And occasionally I'll use like a fluoride toothpaste once in a while, but honestly, like I, I live on my baking set and you make just a little batch and it lasts a couple of weeks and then you make a fresh batch. And it's like simple ingredients that you have in your house. Costs nothing. Easy. 
highly recommend it. That reminds me, I saw like a, it was like a hack on, on TikTok of all places uh, for like teeth whitening. And they use the theory of like color theory, like how purple shampoo was for blonde hair. Right. They said, make your own toothpaste with baking soda and add purple food dye. And it oh. will like make your teeth look whiter because it cancels out the yellow. Now, I don't know how true that is, but I thought it was <laughs> very gonna interesting. going to try that first. Yeah. yeah I thought it was very interesting. And let us all know how it works. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll report back. Yeah. Thank you. But it's I already have blue green hair at this point. I, right, exactly. I don't need, yeah, don't need more like purple teeth with that would be pretty wild. In the same vein of DIY, just a little. <laughs> nice. A little extra to it. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to give it a try um yeah now sure. i'm like curious like i'm like because i've seen those same videos come through and like it makes sense like it yeah. does make sense but like, like science how much color or how theory. little right. like i feel like i would just put way too much in and we're gonna go overboard there yeah it's so like there's so much of the stuff that i make is uh, online in some form or another mm -hmm. um and now way more accessible with instagram and also you can yeah. like the toothpaste is super easy um you want to know what else I make? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, this is one that has still eluded me a little bit, but I'm trying to make my own laundry detergent, which is really just like borax and washing soda and baking soda. And you can take a bar of like Castile soap and grate mm -hmm. it and boil mm -hmm. in water and shaky shake. And and then I, I have like a, an, I've probably had this same laundry detergent um, container, plastic yeah. container for about three or four years now. And I just keep refilling it. But lately oh. something's gone wrong, I don't know oh, no. but it's oh, all no. clumps of bake. Anyway, I'm working on the laundry, but there's clumps of baking soda and, and yeah. It's a science. It is a science. It's chemistry. Yeah. Because you gave me a little dishwasher detergent or dishwasher pod ingredient. I feel like when we were behind the scenes. Yeah. What I was just, that one? That was that's super Dawn. easy. It's baking mm -hmm. soda mm -hmm. and a couple of drops of dish soap. Yeah. Just a couple okay. of drops. And it's as good in your dishwasher as any pod. What and I'm hearing I, is that baking soda is at the root of a lot of the things. It's that a lot of what I love. <laughs> Yeah. I hate those pods too. Like I have a gripe with those because I use the laundry pods and yeah. they never dissolved all the way. Right. And it would look like a big nasty like snot stain on my shirt. It would dry and like mm -hmm. the pot, it was so I'm like, I'm done with these. I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. So I'm anti-pod over here. Pod. Yeah. yeah. And anyway, like I just found I found that it worked just as well. I mean yeah. and you still need to use that rinsing agent. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You probably put vinegar in. Oh yeah. But, um, yeah. What else do I make? Shampoo, I, right? I. That's another fail on my part. Oh. Now what I buy is um, like a shampoo bar and a conditioner bar, so oh, you don't okay. have all the waste of shampoo bottles. Yeah. And conditioner bottles, um, and it's just a solid bar. I use a bar. I use the shampoo yeah. bar too. I love it. Yeah. And you just have to find what works for you. Might be a little easier for that, for a short haired folks, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I just like, sometimes I will buy like a hair mask, just yeah. dry, especially in the winter here. But yeah, I just find the shampoo and conditioning bars are great. Just Any find particular... I have never heard of those. Yeah. Lush has them. Like... I know Lush. Lush has them. Mm -hmm. Um, Free People carries a brand, and then there's a bunch. There's a bunch. Like, just look up shampoo cool. bar. 
unlocking mm-hmm. a whole new world for me. I, yeah. I can't believe yeah. I did not know this. I like them a lot. They, I mean, and it's great. And there's no waste. There's yep. like literally you're mm-hmm. not throwing a plastic bottle away or recycling a plastic bottle every month or however long it lasts. Mm. Um, I do facial oil. So I just, uh, I like oil cleansing. I like using coconut oil to cleanse my teeth sometimes in the shower. I'm just, Oh yeah, and I use oil cleansing on my face, and I use a combination of squalane oil, and I use a couple of drops of this um, cold pressed Bakuchi mm-hmm. oil. But you have to be super careful with it because it can burn your skin if you use too much. Cool. I know. Oh. I feel like I shouldn't have even recommended that, but squalane oil. But again, it works for me. Like it doesn't yeah. work for other people because. Everyone's maybe like spot yeah. test a little spot before totally totally and spalling oil is really simple like it's got a lot of hydrating factors it, it penetrates your skin really easily so and it's it's it doesn't hurt you it's what you add to it that might you know that you have to be careful about yeah yeah oh, what else do i do? oh i make a i make a hair tonic sometimes that i and i wrote it down i use rosemary cloves and fenugreek seeds in water, I boil water. So first of all, I take the fenugreek and the cloves and I put them on the stove for a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. Just huh. oils, put them in a mason jar with some sprigs of rosemary, boiling water over top, store it for like 24 hours, strain oh. it, put it in a spray bottle. And it's great for like hydration and even mm-hmm. hair growth and shine. Um, right. So I use that. <laughs> Do you have like, is there a specific site that you reference or a blog you follow? Or you just kind of go, oh, I want to know more about. I want to know how to make it. Yeah, yeah I just start to follow um, Simple Pure Beauty. I got a lot of recipes off there like probably 10 years or so ago. And I think that, I think it's a woman named Mindy. She's still around. I follow a site called The Spruce where I get some uh, house, like that, that's where I got the laundry detergent, I think from right. the spruce. I'm saving these places right now. Yeah. <laughs> My notes are being taken. Like online yeah. DIY house products. Like I make, um, a counter spray and I just use vinegar in a, put in a Mason jar. I slice oranges or Ooh. lemons, whatever. And I, uh, pour vinegar, seal it up, put it in my cupboard for like a month and mm. then strain it. And you have this vinegar to clean your counter, but it smells really nice. Nice. The last time I made it, I don't know what happened, but. (laughs) Oh no. What happened? Well, I strained it into the sink. Oh. I had the strainer and I I was like, oh, oh, it smells so good. It's going to be great. And then I strained it and went, oh no. And put a container underneath. I bet bet your drain smelled really good though. (laughs) Drain smelled so good. So good. A drain, um, a drain cleanse. Fantastic. <laughs> <Right. laughs> uh, do you do lotions at all? Because I know you talked about for your face creams, but like as far as I body use lotions, like a magnesium cream. Oh. Um, and I use like shea butter. Uh, you can buy shea butter. Um, yeah. Flakes. Mm-hmm. And I used to make a magnesium cream, and now I just make a magnesium spray, which is just oh. magnesium flakes and distilled water, boiled. And just like just to spray. And, and you spray it, you can spray it on your skin after you get out of the shower. You spray it on your yeah. feet at night. It'll help oh. you sleep. Um, you can spray it and use a little lavender in there for if you're using it at night. Just going to my little notes here. I love it. <laughs> yeah, the magnesium spray. So, uh, But at night, it's great. And it's good for sleep, stress, mental health, hormone balancing. 
and it helps fuel energy well, production if you I use need it. that then. And For it's super sure. easy. It's like magnesium flakes and distilled water. Perfect. So that's that's the magnesium is the key there. Like that's the benefits of magnesium is great, especially for women. Um, mm -hmm. But magnesium is great. It's a great, great for relaxing. And I also supplement with magnesium. I've heard mm -hmm. I've heard good things about magnesium as somebody that has PCOS. That's one that mm -hmm. gets tossed around a lot for um, the hormone issues and everything that come with yeah. that. So I just remembered it because when I was because I had my daughter via C-section and before that, because I was kind of in a bad state, I was put on that magnesium drip, but I never really asked oh, why yeah. or thought about why yeah it was because i was preeclamptic and so they um yeah. that was one of the Relax things everything yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah and i'm like oh maybe that's why but i'm like just kind of had packed that memory away but i'm like that would make sense when you said this is a, I was like that balances that holly is making a very important uh uh comment in in the comments about magnesium don't uh, don't do this oh, yeah that's that's like for colonoscopy out. prep, right? Mm -hmm, okay, mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Avoid that yep. unless you're told to. <laughs> yeah, don't really super. Make awesome. sure it's not mag citrate. Make mag sure it's citrate. magnesium. <laughs> Good disclaimer to have. Thank you. Yes, yes. very true. Um, oh, oh that's well, now I'm making like flu season stuff. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So I make. I'm going to show you because it's. I, I should have strained it yesterday, but I thought I would show you. This is fire cider. So you can find recipes for this online anywhere. I make it every year. It's got, and I, mine is full of stuff, garlic, ginger, onion, jalapeno, peppercorns, rosemary, lemon, orange, cinnamon stick. I have horseradish. I have star anise in here. And then chop it all up, put it in this, and then fill with apple cider vinegar. I put the lid on it, and it's been in my cupboard for a month. And I just turn it every day. Just give it a little. And what and, do you do with it? Well, then you strain it. And uh, I once drank just like a shot of it. Once. And I'll never do that again. <laughs> um, if you have boiling water, you can use like a little shot of it in boiling water with some honey. And it's just a really good antioxidant. It's good anti-inflammatory. There's so many things in here that are good for you. But mm -hmm. what I find it does is it sort of helps me fight off the flu or cold. Yeah, that makes I was going to say. Boost. So every morning, I also make um, ice cubes that have like lemon and ginger. Like I'll grind up ginger and lemon and strain it mm -hmm. and put it in an ice cube trays. And then I just put that in like a pop one into a cup of boiling water. Um, with honey honey is always great bone broth is great <laughs> i make a lot of stuff i, I love, this. I love it. i'm like i'm over here just like i hope someone else is taking some notes yeah. i'm just like i do okay, preserve so lemons which are great in cooking but i just take like a mason jar chop up a bunch of lemons salt you grind the lemons down so that the juice comes up and you use a lot of salt and it preserves lemons and you use them in cooking a lot of um african dishes use um lemons this way uh, and i make i make riley dog treats oh okay how do you make those okay this the one that she she's right there the one that she <laughs> loves the most is really simple it's like four ingredients it's peanut butter flour rolled oats and baking powder and hot water. Sorry, five ingredients. Uh, the flour I use for her is almond flour, but you can use whole wheat flour. You can and the rolled oats I grind a little bit so they're not too. Mm. Uh, but and it's super super simple. 
and you melt the sort of melt the peanut butter in the hot water and you mix all the ingredients, roll it out, make little shapes. Bake. So cute. I love it. Uh, And I do one with oatmeal and um, like a stock, like beef stock or chicken Mm -hmm. stock. So it tastes like a little beef treat. Did you ever use pumpkin? I heard pumpkin was really good for dogs. Yeah. Yeah. I put carrot in her meal with some salmon oil. I put it on her kibble. But yeah. Because I I was like, I'm making all this stuff for myself. What what about Miss Riley? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Now back back to that jar that you were holding up. You said you do you keep it in a cupboard. You don't have to refrigerate it. <laughs> no, you just uh, when you're fermenting it, you don't. You cool. keep it in a dark place and just turn it. And I have two jars going right now. But um, once I strain it, then I'll put it in the fridge. Cool. Okay. Now I was because when you were listing off the ingredients, I was like, I can feel my sinuses opening up, like garlic, <laughs> onions, jalapeno, <laughs> ginger. I'm like, wow, I can feel it through the screen. Yeah. Um, yeah. What can I ask? What happened when you took that one shot? Did you like see the face of Jesus or something? Yeah. Like what? I, I was gonna. I thought I was gonna die. First of all, <laughs> okay. I, I did it everything wrong. I did it first thing in the morning on an empty stomach. Oh God, yeah, dumb. But I had heard that was the way to do it. Like you know, and it just will infuse your immune system. But it just it it. You remember that character Ralphie Wiggum from The Simpsons? Yeah, purple berries. It tastes like burning. That's what it tastes like burning. It was awful. And then when he says, I'm in danger, was that also you? I'm in danger. danger. (laughs) Call for help. Uh, yeah. So now I just am a little more cautious with it. Yeah. Um, and it sounds powerful. And the honey really helps. Honey, raw honey. And if you can get local honey, like locally sourced honey. So I had this honey from East Vancouver of all places, but there's somebody who kept hives there. And so I had East Van honey. So it's this, you know, it's nice and local. Very cool. Yeah. And there's a woman down the street who keeps bees. So I sometimes buy little jars of honey from her. Well, that's perfect. They say as close as you can get to where you live. Um, It's supposed to help with allergies, right? Yeah. The pollen pollen and everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think this is an important question to pop up at this point, Amanda do you have a time dilation bubble to manage to do all this stuff no see i only do it when i'm not working or on weekends so yeah and and i feel a great sense of accomplishment when i do get it done if i'm into it um like i used to make all of Liv's baby food every weekend i would like make her baby when she started eating solids and it was a great sense of accomplishment and all i would do is steam vegetables and and um grind them up and put them in ice cube trays and put them in, seal them into baggies. And then I would take them to work with me with her little dish and she'd have like, and I knew exactly what was in it. One ingredient. Yeah. So there's a sense of accomplishment with it, but also, yeah, you just, you carve out the time. Yeah. And poor Riley just ran out of dog treats <laughs> and I meant to make some the other day. And I was oh no. Cool. So she's like, really? Huh. Oh, that's the problem, right? My dogs will start getting used to that and then yeah, I'll have to yeah, do yeah, it totally. all the time. <laughs> Don't listen, guys. You didn't hear any of that at all. <laughs> My dog's over there just. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mom, mom. Nope. Seems easy. No, nope. no. Nope. What else have I got for you that I've made? Yeah, the laundry detergent I'm still noodling with. Oh, um, okay. So here's a simple treat. <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> Martha Stewart. Oh. Um, I make this for my neighbors because my neighbors, my next door neighbors, especially, uh, we help each other out a lot. And uh, they're called date. My girlfriend named them date babies. So, and it's delicious and easy. Take a date, slice it, but not in half. Open it up, pull out the pit, freeze it. So a bunch of them, obviously, you don't do one at a time. Uh, take it out, put a little scoop of ice cream in, like a little spoonful of ice cream. You're trying to seal it up back up again, stick them in the freezer. Once that's frozen, pull it out, drizzle peanut butter on it, mm. stick it back in the freezer, melt chocolate, I use semi-sweet, and then you dip them in and put them back in the freezer. You're welcome. Wow. So good. It tastes like a Snicker bar. Ooh. Oh my God. Really better. But you know exactly what's in it. You don't know what I'm going to Mars. You know exactly what it is. Four ingredients. <laughs> yeah. Date, ice cream, peanut butter, chocolate. Boom. And oh, my neighbor was like, delicious. my neighbor helped me out the other day. And I was like, you got some date babies coming your way. And, oh my God. Up and I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. You're so fantastic. What, what got you into, I, we kind of like talked about this on the Embracing Mental Health uh event but what got you into doing like you mentioned that you made your daughter's baby food and that was way before covid but like what got you oh, into yeah. all of this like 18 years ago what got you into making your own soap and detergent i don't know i think i've always been a hippie at heart and i i have this kind of dream of homesteading somewhere or i mm -hmm. did so i was just always looking up homesteady homesteading recipes yeah. And I'm like trying to find the simplest way to make something. And there's, there's just, again, for me, it's like a sense of accomplishment if I can make something myself. So yeah. I love to cook. I love to do this kind of thing. And I just, yeah, I know what's in it and I, I love making it. I don't know what got me into it necessarily. I love that. Maybe that like that hippie love child who spent like a summer in Toronto when she was six walking around barefoot. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It was always yeah. there in your heart. It was always there. So I was a hippie. My yes. brothers used to make fun of me because my dad moved to California and we were in Santa Cruz, which had at the time like a lot of hippies. And I ended up, they went into a store and I ended up on the corner with all these hippies sitting around. They gave me a banana. I'm eating a banana. We're singing Dear Prudence. I mean, it was like, you know, they're still there. I, I'm not far from there. there. The hippies yeah. are still there. So this is like, late 80s maybe or mid 80s but still and my yeah. brother and my dad came out and went of course of course this <laughs> yeah prudence hi how are you Eating my banana yeah so i think i've always been a hippie at heart yeah. i love it <laughs> so love you it. mentioned soaps and like cosmetic stuff you make you have your kind of um i don't know what to call it's not a tea but the the, the, the juice that you made you oh. see the face of Jesus, that stuff you eat. Yeah. So like, yeah. So like food kind of stuff. Are there any like at home DIY projects, like HGTV type of things that you do oh, yeah. around the house? Yeah. So yeah, it's not good when Amanda doesn't work enough. So <laughs> Olivia would come home like from high school and go like, see something boiling on the stove and go, what, what have you made today? <laughs> Um, but then I started like, I wallpapered my, my bathroom, oh, yeah. William Morris, bright wallpaper. And then I wallpapered the powder room and I didn't like it. So I stripped it and wallpapered again. And, uh, I paint, 
and I started painting furniture when I wasn't working. And, uh, and then I painted, <laughs> this is really embarrassing, but Liv thought this was hilarious. Uh, I painted my KitchenAid mixer because it didn't match my kitchen. How did, Perfect. did that require Perfect. any special Perfect. paint? Uh, it was red. I'd had it for years. I wasn't about to buy a new one, but I painted it white. So sanded it, took all the hardware off of it, taped up the bits I couldn't get off and little thin layers of spray paint. It took me like a week, a week wow. and then sealed it. And now I have a white KitchenAid mixer. And KitchenAids last forever too. So like, you know, that'll be it's for life. That's why you yeah. never, you don't want to have to buy a new one. Like, yeah. Yeah. It just seems wasteful. So I just painted it. Even Custom. though it doesn't, here's the stupid thing, my ladies. It doesn't even <laughs> sit on my kitchen counter. It's in a closet. It's in like- But a when it's out, it has to match. But when it's out, looks so good. <laughs> Custom KitchenAids by I Amanda. I love this so much. <laughs> There's a, there's a cottage industry there. You're just, you just got to get in on it and you'll, you'll be great. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh man. But yeah, so I've just been like, I just been doing that kind of thing. I wonder if I can show you a picture of my wallpaper effort. Uh, so the wallpaper was a question that happened in an advertisement on our Instagram. Somebody was asking, like, we just want to know what wallpaper you settled on. So, oh, oh wow. Boom. There you go. Kind of hard to tell, but it's this William. It's beautiful. beautiful. It is. I really like it. And uh, and then I did this kind of art deco in the powder room, which has mermaids. So art deco mermaids. I was like, oh, Ooh. of course I'm going to use that. I just have to find it for you because cool. it was, yeah, cool and weird. And then I, it's just, I don't know if this is going to look good or not, but oh, I want to see. Can't really tell, but oh, it's mermaids. Oh, cool. Yeah, I can see. I love the wow. art deco. So I love what Amanda does in her spare time. I love that wallpaper has made a comeback. I just have yeah. to say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I like I like bold wallpaper in small spaces. Yeah. Yeah. It's really great. So those are the only two rooms I'm wallpapering. I'm done. That's it. Bonnie, my mom was all about like you had the one accent wall with wallpaper, like a really bold wallpaper. <laughs> and then you would do it. She like my mom's whole house is that it's the one big wallpaper wall and then three painted walls you know yeah. that was her thing that was her compromise yep. 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 the yep. accent wall yep yeah the good that old have, accent wall yeah that must have been a southern thing because my mom's also from same area and yeah growing up it was always the one big wild wall and you're <laughs> like oh and like the couch had to be in front of it it had to be the backdrop for everything mm -hmm. and any picture had to be in front of that wall mm -hmm. nowhere else in the house and she would panic if any other part of the room was shown it had to be that wall and that was mm -hmm. it. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Um, the Southern ladies, you know. Yeah. It's a cool way to fill space with art, though, without having to, like, buy all these individual pieces. Yeah. The, the wall is the art. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Mm. And it's just, like, my, my bathroom before was gray. Like, mm -hmm. the paint that was here when I bought the house and mm -hmm. made me sad. Yeah. <laughs> Every morning, I'd get out of the shower and go, mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah really but it sparks joy my wallpaper sparked some joy and i think there's a lot to be said for that are there other things that you do so like on that space of like because i kind of had a question around just like energy like how things make you feel like so to that point like you're just like great wall like it doesn't feel great are there other things that you're conscious of in your home to help like 
make sure the energy feels right? Like, is that something that's really important to you? Yeah. Um, I'd love to hear about that. Cause like, whether it's like crystals for people or like, function yeah. or, like, or, like alignment or lighting, I would love to know about that in your space. Okay. So I'm so just, yeah. What the heck? I'm a hippie. Go I'm in crystals. So Love this. I have a lot of very special crystals that have been given to me over the years mm -hmm. and, uh, and live too. And so on the night of a full moon, we will Should bathe our crystals and set our intentions mm -hmm. for the month I and love this. lead them out, uh, on our little deck where the moon will cross over. And so they'll be bathed in the full moonlight. And then we bring them in and rinse them and put them around the house and that's so you have a cool. So, and whether it works or not, <clears throat> I don't know. I think there's the placebo effect is strong in our house. So I just feel like, yeah, why not? I think that's a hundred percent true. I've never been into a lot of uh, the the hippie crystal stuff or whatever, but I have friends who are, and I swear I will never tell them no, because mm -hmm. if they're putting their their energy and their thoughts into that to help them with stuff, then who am I to say anything at that point? You know, like, yeah, it's doing something for you mm -hmm. regardless. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's there's some energy there. Like there's energy mm -hmm. things like I, in everything. There's energy. I mean, and there truly is. And that reminds me because I never believed it fully. And I always had curiosity. And then last fall, I went to Sedona with my mom and it was ah. like, we're going to go. And my mom is not so hippie but like I think undercurrent probably is and we go and we're like going on a walk and like where one of the vortexes are and like we we leave it and she's like wow I am so rested but we just walked for three hours like I feel like on another plane I'm like that's cool so then we went crystal shopping and it was so interesting because we were like touching things and like that time of the energy and sorry this is super hippie and y'all can judge me I don't really care I just said I'm not gonna judge you <laughs> I don't to the, everyone else listening oh okay okay I yeah. don't care um, just be fine. nice to everybody else. Just be nice. But I swear, I would pick them. I don't know if you do this. Like, I would, like, pick it up. If it doesn't feel right or felt, like, bad energy, yeah. like, no. But there was one that was, like, in a bottom shelf, like, in a bottom of a thing. And it was, like, calling to me. And I was, like, Mom, I have to. I had to go get back that one. And she said, what one? I was, like, just, I'll be right back. And I picked it up. And it is, like, I couldn't put it back down. It's, like, it's now at home with me always. And, like, it's, like, I say good morning to it. Like, I, like, do the same ritual with it. And it was interesting. It was my first time where I was, like, placebo effect or not it's really pretty and it's it to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's like but that intention with it and it's at least something to like put that cleansing on whether like i said like it's probably just me doing the mental cycle to your point but like also why not like there is energy and things we don't know it's above yeah. our understanding but i think that's fantastic that's how that's I feel awesome. about tarot cards too. Like whether or not you believe oh, in them. One, I think they're beautiful art. Like you can buy all these the different art texts. So they're yeah. so beautiful. But then it's also for me, it's like about self-reflection and like analyzing whatever I'm thinking about and going through it. And where can I find meaning in something that help me work through it? So regardless of how much belief you put into it, if it helps you, it helps you. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's beautiful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Whatever brings you joy or peace or comfort. There's nothing. Yeah. You can't say anything's wrong with that. Yeah. 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 No. Have you ever just walked into a space? Like, and this is another question. I think about that. Like, what do you do when you walk into a space and you just know it's off, but you don't really know why? Does that happen to you? And you're just like, oh yeah. I remember like, like this, we're going back decades when Alan yeah. and I were looking at a, our first apartment together mm -hmm. and we went, there was one at the top of this house 
And we walked up the stairs and opened the door and I went in and I went, nope. <laughs> I turned around and I started down the stairs and I said, what is it? And I said, something is not, no, we're not living there. I've seen this in a horror movie before. Yeah, and those people exactly. stayed and that did not turn out well. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, no, it's not happening. That's interesting. Yeah, I love that. Like bad, bad mojo. And we shoot in a place, uh, we film in a place called Riverdale, uh, Riverview, mm-hmm. sorry, Riverdale. Riverdale. <laughs> Riverview, which is a, a an old abandoned psychiatric hospital that a mm, lot of yeah. people film in. Uh, mm. Parts of it are still active. But one of the main buildings that we shoot in is called the Crease Clinic. And it's because Crease, Dr. Crease did a lot of work with electroshock therapy in this building. And it's a huge building. And there are places in that building that just don't feel right. Is that Riley? (laughs) She's like, pay attention, pay attention. Who are you talking to? Maybe we're treats. So yeah, tre- where are my treats, lady? Yeah. You're, talking You're talking about making them. <laughs> it's so cute. It's the sweetest little mom, mom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay, so that where you're shooting. So has that impacted you? Do you have a hard time if you're in spaces that feel that kind of bad or negative energy, like, and you have to? Be I do. I, yeah. A, how do you deal with that when you have to leave that space? I have to, I have to protect myself going into those spaces, like Mm -hmm. sort of cover my solar plexus and, and Mm -hmm. uh, I have to, yeah, I just, because I, I feel, and I'm not like an empath. I'm not saying that I pick up on, Mm -hmm. you know, people who have passed, but I feel like I, I am the type of person that if I see something, somebody suffering, or it really hits me. And so when I go into places where I feel like there's been suffering or you feel this negative energy, mm-hmm. I just, yeah. And because my eldest brother spent time in a psychiatric hospital, it, mm. it's a bit, big trigger for me. Yeah. And so I have to be super careful when I go into those places to just focus on mm. the work, not think about, you know, where I am necessarily, which is mm-hmm. not a great way to live life, but it's only there. That's the, the yeah. only place where I feel really triggered. So I just yeah. have to just have to be aware of it. I have to walk into the space going, I know that this is a space that can upset me. So I just. Yeah. Mm, I mean, that's, yeah. Whatever walls you got to throw up to get through something like that too. Um, I did that a ton in EMS too. Just like, okay, let me put myself in this like metal box and walk into this situation. So yeah. Yeah, Rebecca, of course you do. It's interesting. And it's hard because then you're like, I want to process you know, what I'm feeling, but I also, you have to do the job in the space. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, hopefully you take time for yourself. We're going back into the mental health up, but hopefully you take time for yourself okay. afterwards yeah. to, um, mm-hmm. to think about it, you know? So do you have like, when you're working, do you have other counselors to talk to you guys? Cause you must mm-hmm. see some pretty awful things. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, we have, we have a, a peer peer support group and then there's also counselors. So anytime something, something bad happens and everybody knows about it, they will activate that peer support group, no matter what, and people will get checked in on whether they ask for it or not. And then as it progresses, then they can determine like, do do they need to talk to somebody else or like go further with it and things like that. So yeah, there are systems in place for sure. For sure. (laughs) Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Like I even, when I see a fender bender, I get upset. (laughs) Oh, those poor people. Well, oh. Oh. it's uh, weird though because when you do box it up 
you kind of don't think about it the same way. And all of a sudden I'll find myself starting to tell a story to people who I'm like, oh, I need to not be telling you this story. <laughs> like, because I just don't think about it that same way. It's really yeah. weird. Or suddenly but, you're mm -hmm. crying for no reason. Yep. Mm -hmm. Done that. Yeah. Done that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Which, I, and again, it's important to acknowledge. Well, hi. She's, she just wants all the attentions. Um, yeah. I saw a woman the other day that reminded me of my mom. Oh. What I imagine my mom would be like now or mm -hmm. a couple mm -hmm. years from now. She had the same coat that my mom had, this little mm -hmm. puffy coat. And she was walking across the street with a walker. And I was just like in my car, just going, oh, God, that if my mom were still alive, that might be her. And, wow. you know, all these little moments, right? Yeah. These little mm -hmm. moments throughout the day that you kind of, we deflect. We spend a lot of time in our day deflecting. Right. I don't want to tell yeah. boom, boom, boom. I, yep. I don't have the energy or the time to deal with this. And I've got to get from point A to point B and whatever mm -hmm. I've got to do. So, yeah. uh, but then you, I think it's really important at the end of the day or whenever you have the chance to just sort of reflect on it and then let it go with a sense of peace rather than mm -hmm. betting. Like I've talked about before, where I feel like we, um, like I feel like, uh, we, especially as women, and I'm not, uh, I'm not saying men don't do this as well, but I think for women, uh, I can speak from that experience. We let things embed in our flesh. This in the mental health podcast, but the shitty things that people have said and, mm -hmm. uh, or things that have happened and we let it embed. And then we end up walking around super heavy. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like I'm so heavy sometimes. And I've started now in the last few years to like pull the pieces of shrapnel out, take a look at them and go, yeah, I don't need you anymore. Like you're mm. not. Me. That's what yeah. I And so I think that's important too, that we sort of go, Oh man, that like, that's why my neck is so, because of this shitty thing that happened. Mm -hmm. That, Yeah. Uh, and again, it all, they, not to sort of take it away from the holistic DIY stuff, but all of that helps me. Mm hmm you know, making the fireside or making it like doing things that I think are good for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's all part of taking care of our mental health. As yeah. Well as well, I was just going to ask, like, it sounds like that's just like a way of grounding yourself, making sure when you are back in your space, you are grounded and you have a safe space. And I think that's where um, I hope people listening kind of get that idea of like, if you don't feel like you have your safe space in your home or in your place, like what are things you could do to start? How are ways? Cause like, we do encounter these things where we do have to put up these shields around ourselves if we're, but we have to take care of ourselves too. And that can be hard, but mm -hmm. whether it is the DIY or if it's scents and aromas and making sure you have the right candles and like Christina, yeah. I was just about to talk about candles because candles oh, go. Yes. Candles? And I, I make my own as well. Um, and I just buy essential oils and, but sometimes I will buy a candle because it just smells so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Burning candles, especially in my kitchen. And I just walking mm. and smelling something like sometimes you walk yeah. into a store and you smell something or I'll boil things on the stove, like lemon, rosemary, mm. and whatever on my stove top. If I'm in the house all day, just mm -hmm. it smells great. And I think that kind of thing too, is like, it's all part of it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do you have a go-to, do you have a go-to scent that like if you're in a high state of like knowing you need to kind of come down or level set, is there, is there a scent or an aroma you default to? I default to citruses hmm. a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I default to sort of a citrally, citrus and floral 
is what brings me joy. Like I have this great lemon basil mix that I do that's really yummy in the kitchen and um, more floral in the bedroom. But yeah. I love it. I'm that's not one like thing. dark amber patchouli kind of. It's not, it doesn't work for me, but the citrus and the florals lift me up. Talk about sparking joy. That's one thing I could do. Just like go to a Bath and Body Works and smell candles for like <laughs> hours and hours. I'm like, I, just She's back. <laughs> I need oh, to bad. get my fix. <laughs> but yeah, that's, and they say that scent is uh, the sense that's strongest tied to memory. So that can yeah. like really heal you and like put you in a nice comforting space that makes you feel at home or that reminds you of something yeah. that makes you feel at ease and help you put you in that mindset. Yeah. So yeah totally. Vanilla is really great too. Vanilla is great for calming. Like if yeah. I feel like I need vanilla is amazing. I love the, the vanilla, like warm scents and like the, the food scents, like coffee smells and that kind of thing. Totally. And all that I think is, you know, is great for our mental health. Yeah. You know, walk into sure. space and just go, Oh yeah. Like yeah. baking when you're baking or lives a big baker. She bakes like she's an amazing baker. So when I come home and she's baking, it's like, yeah. You're covering, uh, you're definitely covering some of these questions that are in the comments. Oh, am I? Sue asks, does Olivia make things too? She bakes. She bakes wow. a lot. She doesn't make any of my weird tinky woo woo tinctures that she calls <laughs> Not them. yet. Yeah. She's not, yeah. She's not full witch yet, but. <laughs> she's a baby witch. What's her favorite yeah. thing to bake? She bakes, she does really good croissants. She does um, macarons. I bought it mm. for her birthday one year, this like thick French pastry book. Oh, wow. And she just like riffs now. She's making strawberry tarts and scones and oh, very dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. When she goes back to the residence <laughs> and leaves me like cinnamon rolls that she's made, I'm like. It's, it's a slippery slope. Where I live... <laughs> yes. um, I'm very close to Amish country and there's a, an Amish bakery that I'll go to every now and then. And they, you know, that's all handmade, like churned butter, like from scratch. It's so yeah, yeah. good, but it's so like, I'll get a pumpkin roll and it's like a brick. It's so dense. And I'm like, like you have to be careful of, of how often you go. Cause it's, yeah. it's a lot, but it's so good. But good once in a while. Yeah. yeah. Sandra has a question from early, earlier on. Um, does Amanda favor the dryer or hanging out the washing to dry? Oh, I love hanging out the washing to dry, but it's really hard where I'm living right now. Um, I take out like a, a, you know, one of those folding. Mm -hmm. So it's got mm -hmm. all the different rungs on it. Mm -hmm. I'll take that out on my back deck and do that. I love the smell of washing that's hung out to dry. But in the wintertime, no, the dryer. It's probably better <laughs> for your clothes, too. Yeah, I'm going to have to smack my pants against a table to get them to soften up. <laughs> yeah, I uh, also dry my yeah. clothes like that. It, I think it's better for your clothes, too. I feel like they last mm -hmm. longer. Yeah, for sure. We're out. For sure. We hang up a lot in our laundry room. We hang up a lot of stuff and not put it yeah. in the dryer. I can't hang a lot up here. Uh because most of the time the humidity is so high in the mm. south that like the things just don't get dry fast. right right yeah. mm -hmm. so um we we always use the dryer sadly but yeah it's a uh, unfortunate but back yeah, you to your no, go ahead hmm? oh go ahead go ahead go ahead Oh, I just had this. Uh, I'm trying to get through some of these questions that people yeah. have asked. So um, Stephanie asked, uh, she can't do dates. Is there anything else that you would suggest for that recipe? Huh. 
I don't know. I mean, figs, but that's probably the same thing as dates. Probably the same. So <clears throat> I wonder if you could do it with apples, just like sliced apples. Hmm. And then it wouldn't taste the same as a Snickers. It's apples, but it peanut butter, chocolate. Yeah, well, it's still it's peanut butter and yeah. chocolate. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing not to like in that combination. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Trial um, and error, you know. Just so someone said peaches. Peaches might be an interesting peaches? idea. Peaches would be good. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah, and I definitely think like red delicious versus Granny Smith. I don't know if a Granny Smith would go that sour in there, but it would be interesting. Might be interesting, actually. Yeah, yeah. Somebody try it and let us know. Yeah, <laughs> report, report back. back. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, just some comments to round the hour off here. Uh, Are we? Is it already been an hour? It's been uh -huh. an hour. Yeah. Oh come on! That was so. You fast. just have to come back and hang out with us some more. We're talking. Yeah. We talk crystals. We talk to you. Well, whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna come but, up with some more recipes. Oh, I made pickles this year too. What? I love oh, pickles. Grew in my garden. You got me with the pickles. And oh, sun-dried tomatoes. Anyway, that's it. I love it. <laughs> the consensus is in. Amanda needs a DIY YouTube channel. <gasps> Maybe. Should. Start start showing everybody how to make your Maybe. make your stuff. Yeah. I would love to see it. Amanda talking uh, pioneer woman. I love it. <laughs> we'll produce it for you. We, we got you. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Um, Lucy just had a uh, a really funny comment about the flu stuff. Uh my grandma once gave me some evil ginger lemon garlic potion like this, and I made the same mistake, had a shot. Now I know what hell oh, feels so like. <laughs> oh, Lucy, I'm with you, sister. Man, it was brutal. It tastes like burning. It tastes yeah. like burning. Oh, wasn't, that when they make the, wasn't that when they make the tomaco? Like they, they cross the, the tomato and the tobacco in the Simpsons, and it's tomaco? I think that's, <laughs> and he takes a bite of it, yeah. But I feel like I'm like such the like, pain like i feel like i'm that person that's like i just want to know how bad that is i'm that weirdo that would go make it just to be like i need to just know to that see pain. how bad it is yeah oh yeah, yeah. i'm this that weirdo is, this, is, this is good like this is so good for you and there's i put a lot more citrus in it this year so um we'll see i'll keep you posted <laughs> the other side of the world you'll know um yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One more little comment here from Jess. Uh, not a question, but just a massive thank you to Amanda for being such a positive influence for so many years to Aww. me. So mm -hmm. that yeah. seems to be a pretty, pretty popular sentiment in the comments. So Aww, thanks, yeah. guys. Well, you know what? Like, I'm a mirror. I'm just a reflection of you guys. Honestly, just a reflection of the people around you. Mm hmm. But you're so, so authentic. You're so mm -hmm. authentic. And that <laughs> resonates. Kind of truth, really. It's okay. You but can it's fantastic. Say it first, you know. No, but like, that's why we all get to do it. Yeah. No, totally. You have to be. Yeah. I, I think maybe that's part of too getting older and just feeling more comfortable in my own skin and going, you know what? This is who I am. Mm -hmm. And you're either going to like it or you're not. And I can't. 100%. I can't. Yeah. I, I spent so much time as a young woman worrying about what people thought. And trying to bend myself to what people's expectations were of me and what I thought people wanted from me. Mm -hmm. And it was not authentic. And now I'm just like, I'm kind of a hippie, crystal loving freak, and I make my own stuff. <laughs> I <laughs> love it. I love every moment of that. It's amazing. It's incredibly inspiring. Yeah. So we're here at the end of the hour, and it occurs to me that we haven't figured out how to close this, this hour out. Like we haven't thought about it. Mm, Cause Amanda doesn't, Oh, cause we can't do. Oh, so yeah. usually we close it with a certain 
closing of a certain circle and someone <laughs> announces the closing of a circle in Walter's words, well, we can't close it. <laughs> You're trying to do. What I'm can trying. We, do we can, um, uh, what, hang the washing up to dry? Can we, I don't know. How, how are we going to do it? Yeah, it's always a good send off. Um, yeah, hang the washer. Hang, hang the washing. That's dry. Okay, so Amanda, as our guest, <laughs> what do I do? We we just want you to um, instead of closing the IRIS, we want you to hang the washing out to dry. So, hey, let's hang the washing out let's to dry. Hang the washing up to dry before the iris closes. <gasps> oh, and happy day of that show that we're not allowed to talk about. That one. Happy right. wormhole show day. Happy wormhole, happy wormhole show. show day. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.